so we were still laughing about the fact because <laughs> like i'm just telling sheila his name is ethan I, I knew that shit was coming and i just i apologize for screech laughing in your ears last episode so welcome once again ladies and gentlemen to screech laughing the podcast i come here for the screech laughing i mean that's what i'm here for i find it endearing personally between the screeching and the wheezing you know it's i mean it's kind just, of like an avant-garde rock band it's good times it's just good times had by all it is ada would appreciate us so would wolf halleck oh my god wolf halleck would be they'd go to they'd go to lilith fair together and, and then they would go see devil man and it would be just this beautiful friendship yes it would it would be like ada wants to go to the lilith fair but wolf tags along because he's fond of her there's your au fanfic <laughs> right there <laughs> welcome ladies and gentlemen to oof i wrote that oof we uh, did oof, oof i am erica across from me is the lovely sheila hello and uh thank you for joining again if you are a returning uh, uh listener uh again we, uh, why? why right but hey great we appreciate it if you're new uh what we do here is we Take some old writings uh, that we we crafted many many moons ago, and takingly yes, and we read them to each other and rip on them incessantly and lovingly, very lovingly. Yes, we're searching for worth among the pages, is what I like to say. So, um, yeah, uh, we are gonna dive right back in to um, what, what is it? we happy few. Triton of the Minnows, please. I feel the name changes like please. every patch of episodes. No, we you do. just want it to. No, because that's not you true. can't deal with the awesomeness of that's Triton. That's not true. Of the if you Minnows. go back and listen to like episode four, five, or six, you totally say it's called We Happy Few. Uh, I'm pretty oh. sure. I <laughs> 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 we will, we have, it's recorded. All right. It is recorded. We'll see who is right. You are talking to the local You Don't Know Jack champion of my living room. So, FYI. And the Spelling Bee winner. <laughs> Of Chicago Land. It's the second time you've mentioned that. <laughs> I'm very proud of it. Wolf Halleck, will you play Yano Shack with me? <laughs> Who plays win? The PlayStation version, please. <laughs> oh my okay. god, I would kill to play that with him. Uh, I just want Wolf Halleck to exist. I know. Oh, it makes me sad that he doesn't. But he does in literary form. So Sheila, if you will, take it away. Oh, maybe you should take it away from me. Okay, here we go. So where we left it was Darcy was playing nurse. She was being uh, Florence she, Nightingale. She stepped over William because she hates him. She did. It's really, if you think about it, it's kind of unconscionable because he is a child. That yes. should be the first person she attends to. Correct. To be fair, she probably thought, like, the people who can help me wrangle this situation, I should probably fix them first. That's not what she thought. She <laughs> hates she, William. She's like, William's not sexy, right. so. Yeah, nah. Fuck him. And then she poked she Jeremy. She some band-aids at him. She poked Jeremy. She did viciously until he bled yes (laughs) okay um darcy taylor said alarmed (laughs) i didn't mean to say that quasi sexy (laughs) i just can't help it your back is bleeding it is like a circus contortionist i wiggled my hand under my own shirt it's not that hard tiny rubies of blood sparkled on my fingers she's a little odd with the gems and the blood it's not it's, okay. She's a Steven Universe fan. She's a <laughs> 20 years before. You're right. I diagnosed brilliantly. Um, <laughs> Take off the shirt <laughs> was his gentle directive. No. Take off your shirt. This is one of these tropes that, that we talked about. It probably appears in a lot of shonen manga. Like, take off your shirt because you're hurt. No, I can't because I'm modest. No. Adamantly, I barked my negation. 
Come on, I wouldn't make you do this if I wasn't worried about you. Just take it off. Just popping the top off in front of all the boys? <laughs> Just pop that shirt off. Take it off. Take, take it, it off. off. I clapped my hands at my sides. Darcy, he pleaded. Come on, you're bleeding. It's nothing I haven't seen before. No, exactly. Oh, wait. He might... <laughs> Statutory rape the novel. Okay. Okay, he has not seen that before. Mm-hmm. He is waiting until she's 18 and will put a ring on it. Respect. Okay. <laughs> Reluctantly, I extricated. Reluctantly, I at the starting line. <laughs> Engines thumping and thumping in time. Mm. <laughs> I extricated an arm from one sleeve, then the other. Thwarting any further procrastination, Taylor seized my shirt and wrestled it off. <gasps> Maybe you should. That's gross. He suggested, referring to my bra. That's grosser. It's not coming off. I snapped. So are they just in the middle of the room with all the dudes? The dudes are all unconscious, though. William's not unconscious. William is unconscious. Oh, he is. Oh, okay. So we're just standing. I don't know. You're standing among the corpses. (laughs) And we're like, oh, oh, take your top off. (laughs) No, I can't. Wink. (laughs) My one regret about this being a podcast is you cannot see me winking. Well, no, we will always call out the big exaggerated winks. Okay, good. Winks. Wink. With an air of martyrdom, Taylor swabbed the caustic liquid liberally on my back. Ow, I complained. Oh, see, it does hurt, he said triumphantly. <laughs> what a dick. I, I guess so. I love that. It's like, we're not calling 911. <laughs> we're just hanging out. No, they, the did. They, oh, did. they did. They did. They did. Yeah. Because the ambulance is sure taking a long time to get here, Taylor said, gotcha. nettled. What happened to you anyway? How did you get all cut up? Well... <laughs> devil man <laughs> I don't really know but after you guys all got attacked I heard Wolf and the gang say they were looking for me Wolf told him to tear apart the no, whole house it's, it's gotta be Wolf in the pack Wolf in the pack you should never turn your back on the wolf pack oh damn don't cause you'll miss out on a really great trip to see the abstract expressionists at the museum <laughs> uh, I knew I couldn't stay in the closet you were right Taylor said appreciatively okay so I had to drop <laughs> right darcy you smart uh so i hit am pretty so i had to jump out the window i guess i landed on some rocks or something i thought they were boulders miniature boulders (laughs) i'm sorry i had to leave you guys it's okay taylor excused me miniature boulders is such like a great like you added words for no reason i and that's the thing you know that i just had rocks and then i went back and we're like, and thought no, two words are better no. than one. Miniature boulders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, why do all of them want me anyhow? Thank you, Darcy. I'm curious as well. Asking the important questions. However, a tenacious pounding torpedoed our ears, saving Taylor from responding. It's open, I called lazily. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You come right on it's in. Open. Wolf, you're back with the wine. Then strove to slip on my shirt, defiled as it was with blood. A horde of EMTs flocked into the room. What the bloody heck? Cut off. Because, you know, we can't have the EMT swearing. A burly man honked. And then a plethora of little stretcher Honk- men. Oh, he honked? He honked. Okay. Like a goose. He's a goose EMT. Okay. <laughs> and a plethora of little stretcher men like Lego dolls tottered in after him. What? Okay. First I don't. Of all, I don't know. What is a Lego doll? 
well, a Lego man. Yeah, but not dogs. Okay, I was... Okay, listen. Okay. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Someone's no. defensive. Someone didn't have Legos <laughs> as a child. This is my whole thing. I was... We were a Playmobil household. Oh. And my friend, who was also from a Playmobil household, recently sent me, like, a really long article on the differences between Playmobil play and Lego play and how Playmobil is more narrative and story-based and Lego is more building and engineering-based. And also the person who wrote the article sort of fetishized this like one Playmobil set that was based on some like Rembrandt painting. It's like a woman with like a white cloth headdress and like a basket of bread. And I was like, you oh, I think I remember that. This is my this is my soul. We had both. You can have both? Mm-hmm. Oh. We had some I, we had like the Playmobil like pirate ship. Oh, that was badass. And then we had some like random Lego sets. We didn't have a lot, but we had some random ones. You remember my Victorian dollhouse, right? I don't know that I ever saw that. Oh, my God. No, because we became friends in high school. <gasps> my Victorian dollhouse dominated my childhood. My <laughs> parents bought me one, and I believe it still remains unpainted in their basement to this very day. Unpainted? Yes. What do you mean uh, painted? I don't know if dad had to build it or if they bought it, just a wooden one, and then they were going to paint it for me. Oh. But it I never got to play with it because it was never finished. <laughs> You're breaking my heart. It was a little sad. My Victorian dollhouse is a Playmobil dollhouse. And it comes with hundreds of characters for whom I wrote biographies and their whole family lineage and like their maiden names. So it was like your early period Sims. Yes. Oh my God. It was so good. Like Lady Jane was one of the servants and once they hung her for being a witch. Oh, there was a point in Wolfgang. I did that with with my Barbies. I had like this sci-fi epic going with my Barbies. (laughs) Like it was insanity. Like no one I knew ever was like, let's play like house and dolls. It was like, no, we're going to get fucked up with this shit. I would like to one day do a podcast or just have like a moderated group conversation about the different ways we all played with Barbies because myself and my cousin would just do like Barbies sleepovers were constantly getting crashed by Ken and then myself and my one friend she was from the age of five like super domestic like she always had baby dolls with like person at like Robert and Crystal I still remember they were twins she like what her desire and her deep dream in life was to be like a housewife and huh. and that's what she grew up to be and that's awesome like she's she always knew who she was. She wrote a novel. Her novel was very much like a like a romance novel about domesticity. Huh. I mean, she just like was the most consistent person. And all of the times that we would play Barbies, it was like Barbie's having a baby. And like her little brother would try to bring in the Ghostbusters. And she'd be like, no, Barbie's having a baby. The Ghostbusters have to go to an emergency. They need to stay away. I'm just fascinated by the different ways everybody used the same dolls. Oh, yeah. Just, like, what kind of shit you got up to with it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe I had a little, like, heart worry stone. You know, one of those things that yeah. you, like, and that was, like, the crystal everyone was fighting over. And, <laughs> yeah, shit got bonkers with the Barbies. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, it was great. Sometimes I wonder... About the last time I ever played pretend. And if it felt half-assed, like if it felt like work or if it felt like the magic was fading. And then I sometimes wonder if (laughs) an amount of alcohol or drugs or just being with the right person. Like, could you and I sit down right now, grab a Barbie, move it around and do a story? I think we would have to be pretty fucked up. Yeah. And not like on drugs that we don't do. Right. Like. Yeah. But when did that disappear? 
And if you had a child around, you could bring it back, right? Well, because the other thing is, it's like, okay, do I want to play, like, the fucked up version of Barbie that I played with, like, your, your kid? No. Right? No. Like, I wouldn't want to do that. No, and that's why I was recently playing... Well, not, it was a while ago. I was playing pretend with my friend's young daughter, and I, I let her guide the game, and she was very, like, opinionated. Kind of you, you have to do, right? Like, yeah. to follow their lead. Right. But she, like, her dad was telling me, like, he always, like, introduces the T-Rex element, and she really is not having that. Like, she doesn't want that. She wants, like, the mall to be sacred and not have T-Rexes in it. And I... The mall is a sacred place. <laughs> no T-Rexes allowed. This isn't mall madness. Oh, I that fucking game. sale at the kitchen store <laughs> the kitchen store can we do a can we do all the podcasts can we do a 1980s <laughs> podcast about mall madness and girl talk and pretty pretty princess oh remember girl talk oh my god so fondly wait is that the one where you call people up on the phone yeah did you i was looking this up the other day and a derailment to the podcast oh. um it was called legends of the crystals because crystals are it like sounds right up your page <laughs> my entire life like your name should be crystal no, my name shouldn't be Crystal. No, you're not a Crystal. No, I'm not a stripper. You just have. Uh, one I'm sorry. In that, your was, arm. that was yeah, horrible. Yeah. Horrible and mean. I'm a horrible person. Um, no, it was a like role playing game for like little girls, mm-hmm. where each person took like you. I, I forget what the characters were, but there was a tape, and it would tell you to like. You know, you got to designate parts of your house as, like, the fairy glade or, like, the palace or shit like that. And you'd have love to go it. around and, like, do stuff. It was kind of amazing. I love everything about that. And that I would like to, like, find a copy of, get drunk, and, like, play that. I'm that so fun. on board. I will say, one of the last times I remember, like, like, quote-unquote playing as, like, a kid, like, a child's game. It was hide-and-seek, mm-hmm. and I was over at a friend's house who... Uh, and I don't even know if this was still in grade school. It might have been freshman year of uh, high school. Or like eighth grade or something. Mm-hmm. But we played uh, hide and seek. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> That's just my dog like horking up his like stomach. Aww. Doing whatever the fuck. Okay. They, um, we played hide and seek in their house. But we turned all the lights off. <gasps> and it was, their parents weren't home because they, they owned a restaurant. So they were, they were always there. But we turned all the lights off and we played hide and seek in their house. And there were maybe like six or seven of us. My brother was there too for some reason. And it was just a fucking blast. It was so much fun. This is my... I wonder if I could guilt my friends for my birthday is coming up. But, you know, any upcoming celebration into one of the following things. A giant game of hide and seek in the dark or a water fight. Remember how fucking awesome that was when you get the hoses and the super soakers and the water balloons and go to town? Why don't we do that shit anymore? I don't know. We'll be about it. So let me let me run a scenario by you real quick. I think okay. I told you about the Ravens Grin Inn in Mount Carroll, Illinois. It's like this big, it's this, it's kind of hard to describe. It's a giant house, but it's really like ostensibly a haunted house, but really just a monument to outsider art. I think you, you did tell me about this. Yes. It's this one guy's lunatic brain and I'm not going to get into it, but like, it's $7, and he gave us a four-hour tour, and it was just three of us, like, myself and my two friends. And this dude is so passionate and insane that this is what he does. And it's full. The house is, like, chock-a-block with insanity. Like, he's replaced all of the labels on all of the food in the kitchen with, like, handwritten crazy puns and stuff. All of the walls are covered in writing and craziness. So he's a crazy person. He's absolutely a crazy okay. person. When Steve and I went for the first time, he greeted us by pointing a 
fake, but I couldn't tell, gun at us. The second time I went with my friends and his wife was there and she had a golden retriever puppy. It was like diametrically opposed. But this dude is crazy. His house is rigged with like traps and crazy shit. The couch bucks, like the couch bucks you off. And then at one point, this is spoilers for anyone who's planning to go to the Raven's Grin. And at one point, my husband and I were standing up in like another room and the doorbell rang and he was like, oh, that must be another like tour attendee. Let me go grab that. You guys hang out here. Went down, came up through some secret passage, had hollowed out the couch so that he could enter his own couch, like a fetal position in where under where the cushions are and grabbed my ankle. Like the dedication, loving dedication. There's a whole room of Barbies. Insanity. Like tricked out like Nazis. Like I it's it's. You kind of do kind of wonder if you're in danger. Like, am slightly. I going, I'm going to die here. Yes. And the best part was, since I have been twice and it was a couple of years apart, he tunneled into the rock. Like, there were rooms in the rock, in the house that were not there before. Okay. So, yeah. Legitimate crazy person. Legitimate crazy person with a wife who loves puppies. So, obviously <laughs> harmless. But what I'm getting at is you can rent out his crazy house for $10 an hour to play hide and seek. Ooh. Would you drive three hours to do this for my birthday? We might have to get like a hotel or something, mm-hmm. but I could be persuaded to do that. It's close to Galena. Oh, that can be fun. It's completely awesome. Okay. I know. It's a lot to ask of anybody. Like drive more than like an hour <laughs> for my birthday. But at the same time, I feel like it would be a memory forever. Interesting. For sure. So sidebars. Sidebar. The but actually, I'm really glad that I told everyone about that because everyone should go and do this thing <laughs> because go and support your local crazy artist. Indeed. Or semi-local. Okay. Let's see. Where were we? Ambulance is slow. Ah, uh, Lego dolls. That's right. We went off on a Playmobil and Barbie yes, tangent. Yes, Despite Taylor's anguished remonstrances, he, along with all the others, was snatched up onto a litter and borne out to waiting ambulances. Girly, the heavy set man said benignly. Yeah? You need a stretcher too? No, but can I ride in the ambulance with them? I have to. Fine, was the gruff consent. They your friends? Yeah, I said wistfully. Which one should I go in? Can I go with Taylor? Mm. Who's Taylor? (laughs) The blonde one with long hair. (coughs) Yeah, sure, whatever. I'll go with you. Just don't mess anything up. (laughs) Okay. I trailed him rapidly out to the last ambulance. Taylor hailed both of us, and I delivered profligate thank yous to my benefactor. No problem. I'll stay here with you. Eh, I'll, uh, doctor stuff. I told the doctor not to look while I took off my clothes. Oh, here she talks about the magic of taking off your bra. Without... Oh, no, 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 no. You need to read that. I, I stripped my bra off without removing any apparel by means of a time-worn magic trick related to the feminine mystique. The blood. You know what, Darcy? Yeah. Fuck you. I had just learned that. Oh, the... And I still... Yeah, the take... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bob laughs, because that's like, I'll take my bra off like that in front of him, and he's like... Well, it's like a lot of work to take off your whole shirt and then put off your put on your whole shirt again. It is. I can do that. It's just easier to just like, yeah. Exactly. While I was investigating an intricate network of tubing, the brawny man decided it was time for pleasantries. I'm Dr. Fraser. You can call me Leo, though. Said no doctor ever. No doctor said ever. <laughs> just, just call me Tim. No, yeah, no. If anything, it's <laughs> Dr. Leo. <laughs> Dr. Leo's I didn't go to evil medical school. <laughs> you related to him? He inquired, alluding to Taylor. <clears throat> yeah, Tate interposed. She's my sister, Belle. Belle, Dr. Fraser digested. That's pretty. 
Um, what kind of doctor are you? I queried, steering the Titanic away from the iceberg. What kind of doctor are you? <laughs> Don't shut up, miss. So rude. Like, are you even a real doctor? I'm Let me see doctor. your license. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a surgeon. Touche. The captain regained control and navigated dead ahead at that iceberg. How did this happen? I'm sure that you continued the metaphor there. <laughs> Ditto. I mean, have you ever known me to just drop a metaphor? I mean, that's, that's fair. Please. Maybe well, Palak would be disappointed. There. <laughs> <laughs> like how hard you just laughed at your own joke. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I'm the worst. It's a little English major humor for you. <laughs> Okay, though. That's why we love each other. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. How did this happen to all you boys, anyway? And you, girl. <laughs> A gang broke into our house. Cause, cause oh, we t- but they did not break in. <laughs> you did not. allowed them in. <laughs> and everyone told me to run and hide because I'm a girl. That's not... That's not true, but okay. That's how she sees it, I guess. Afterwards, they chased me. I had to jump out the window, and I landed on some rocks. Well, she's just like... <laughs> Let me tell you all about hey. it. Well, you are a brave girl. Were you the one who called 911? No. Take called. I feel and- like he's talking very <laughs> condescendingly to her. <laughs> she's like 15. Of course he is. Tay helped me bandage up everyone. Well, you sure know how to take care of people. You thinking of becoming a doctor? <laughs> Here's Darcy. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I want to go into forensic medicine. It's the so, second uh, time that's been brought up in this story. <laughs> like, have you seen the X-Files? <laughs> sir, doctor, sir. I want to work on like real like cases. <laughs> like actual dead bodies, not whatever this Like bullshit. aliens and stuff, not yes. what, whatever it is that uh, you're doing here. Not all this human nonsense. Mm. <laughs> Dr. Fraser was immensely titillated and delved into a flavorful bombast about the medical field. No, he didn't. He hates her. He does. I was... Doctors don't ride in ambulances. No. And they don't talk to their patients this much either. I could see a doctor talking to a young girl who's been through, like, a trauma, being like, so, what do you want to be? What do you grow up? I could see that. (laughs) Skeptical podcast. pathologist, huh? The attendants, blah, blah, blah. Nope, nope, read it, read okay. it. Okay, the attendants hauled everyone out with celerity. They with were what? Celerity. What the fuck is that? Speed. Because <laughs> we couldn't just say speed. No, we could not. Nope. Would you, I paid a lot of money for this thesaurus. You want me to just cast it aside? No, I don't. They were carted off into the never-never land of sterile, vacuous white halls, while Dr. Fraser and I were relegated to the lobby, because he has nothing better to do than chat to me. Not me. Darcy. Why is it never-never land? Because boys go there to die? I don't know. (laughs) What version of Peter Pan did you see? Peter Pan is a really dark story, and in the original, some of them, I don't know, I'm talking out of my ass, but... I'm telling you, the Lost Boys, some of them die or are already dead. <laughs> We're all already dead. <laughs> Just go the island me. was purgatory <laughs> the whole time. You were the ghost. <laughs> How many other movies can we spoil? 
so you're looking into forensic medicine he mused oh, you do know what it entails not be talking to him at yes all. i said icily because she's gonna be mean to the doctor if you mean do i really want to cut up dead people and study them yes that's what i want to do dick seriously you know there's a lovely young lady here who's studying to be a forensic pathologist she'd be happy to tell you about the practice her name is gillian Anderson. <laughs> her, her name is ursula devaney i know urs i blurted she drove me to the hospital once and she's dating my friend is your friend's name ivan caulfield she never stops talking about him she is really in love with that boy okay what is his last name? oh obviously it's caulfield <laughs> okay I am I am one of those people that loves Holden Caulfield, and when people say bad things about the catcher in the ride, it actually hurts my personal feelings. Okay. So. I don't know that I ever actually finished reading it, so. What? Yeah. You, what? <laughs> Silence the podcast. <laughs> Silence the podcast. <laughs> I'm so horrified, but this is a conversation for another no, time. No, yeah, it never grabbed me i don't know if i was just like came to it too late i never How had old to were you i didn't have to read it in school though which i thought was odd because that seems like the kind of thing that they would have made us read in high school but i never had to read it for school until college and i that was like an hmm. american literature course in canada so it makes sense that they'd be like this is super american yeah, here you go. read that <laughs> right no yeah i never read it or I may have started it and then, like, it, it may have been a situation where I put it down and I just never picked it back up. I would be really interested to hear your thoughts coming at it from an adult perspective. If you would be like, this person is insufferable. Because, because I it's... feel like he is a beautiful, sensitive soul. When did you read it first? It was seventh college. grade. Oh, seventh grade. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. On my own steam. Like, gotcha. she's like, no, Sheila's like, I discovered it myself. I, I, know, I literally own a t-shirt that says I heart Holden Caulfield. Yeah. And I wore it to grad school. <laughs> Don't look at me like no, that. Too late. <laughs> the look has been, the die has been cast. The die has been cast. I was wondering about this earlier today. Does that mean the dice has been rolled or does it mean the die cast cast has been cast? I always metal? took it as the die has been, or the dice have been rolled. That's what I thought too, but I just wanted to verify. Yeah. Okay. I've been playing a lot of like, tabletop rpgs lately though so that's top of mind yeah invite me next because i am a super dork that's why i love you i knew mm-hmm. D the podcast i would i would listen i do listen oh are you listening to some D podcasts just um that one that you recommended to me with the the adventure zone yeah oh are you still listening to it no but i will pick up oh okay to okay it. i was I like because yeah like i, I recently re-listened to the finale of that uh, campaign that they did and it's so good i gotta li- i just love that they're playing with their dad <clears throat> clint is like the cutest because he has no idea what he's doing ever he always says the wrong spells and no it's I like some him. people's families are lovely and normal exactly <laughs> and All it's right. so nice to like see that but you should listen to more of it it's wonderful i will put that on my list maybe on my way home yay yay after squandering 40 minutes skimming through asinine sports magazines, <laughs> that's... Mm-hmm. I'm above sports. I'm above sports. I went to forensic pathology magazine. <laughs> and amusing myself by inflicting fingernail torture on the surrounding foliage, I was overcome with that ever-surfacing maternal instinct to see my friends, to cosset them and serve them chamomile tea. Girl, you are 15. So I strode over to the desk. Excuse me, ma'am. Excellent start. That's what it says. 
Yes, how may I help you? Asked the doughy nurse, clad in bleached vestments, crowned with a jaunty little cap embroidered with a red cross. It is yeah. a hospital from the 1950s. I was going to say, because that's how, that's how nurses dress. <laughs> that's, how, that's how they dress when they take their photo <laughs> after grad, after they graduate. That's how they dress in, like, Resident Evil. <laughs> I was wondering, would it be okay for me to go visit my friends? No, you're not a immediate family member. No, and you're a minor. Names? Dakota Hounslow, William Hounslow, Jeremy Hardwick, Taylor Maris. Okay. <laughs> what? And Corey Saturn. Okay. 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 Hounslow? I'd probably used to be like Tom Smith. It's jazzy. Now it's jazzier. It's got flavor. It's in Flavortown. You're just looking at me. I don't know what to do. Just keep breathing. Hounslow. It's very British. My, you have a lot of sick friends, the woman said absently. Dakota, Jeremy, and Taylor, you can see. The other ones are in a closed ward. She scrawled the room numbers waspishly on a piece of paper and hastened me onward to the elevator. Not like a wasp. Like that kind of wasp. Just, you know. Oh, Jeremy time. Jeremy. <laughs> it's Jeremy time. <laughs> Just Jeremy. Snap it back. Although Jeremy's door include exclude. Mm-mm. <laughs> so excited oh, let me try this again although jeremy's closed door exuded a magnetic charisma really like the door the, the, the sex, it down, darcy. sexy door door sexy seriously darcy needs to like get some or get some from herself because a door i would say she's 15 she should be handling that shit already no no instead she wants to go and be sexually attracted to doors so and taylor and taylor Hey, hey, (laughs) Wolf Halleck for life. (laughs) Listen, listen. Taylor writes poetry. And I know that Wolf writes poetry, too, but we don't know that from this story. Wolf Halleck writes poetry, too. We talked about that in the last book. (laughs) Wait, did we? I mean, in our in our sexy. Oh, we did. Yes. Yeah. He's taking us to the art museum. He does all forms of art. Like he makes movies. And I mean, he's and he cooks like he's a real he's a renowned experimental. alternate universe fan fiction going about Wolf Halleck and I love it. I love it too. It's like my favorite. Okay. Mm. Uh, Jeremy himself had a proclivity toward a repellent force field. Pondering this, I rapped my knuckles on the door. Yeah, Jeremy called in an impassive voice. I entered timorously. Uh, What? This is, I hate this. Darcy is always like, Jeremy is usually sexy, but he's going through hard times right now, so he's not sexy. Here's what she says. I'm sorry, but, you know, he would be sexier. He's in the hospital. Right? He he wouldn't be sexier. It's like, no, but it's like a man in peril thing. And I don't know about you, but that does it for me. So sometimes yes, and sometimes no. Mm, I feel like the man that I'm most attracted to that I've seen in peril the most is Fox Mulder. Is it sexy when Fox Mulder is in the hospital? Is it sexier than when he's like running down a criminal? Oh, I don't think it's a com- like a comparison thing. There are different levels. Vulnerable, of s- no, sexy. vulnerable men. That's sexy. Yes, but when I was fifteen, no, or twelve when I wrote this, and Darcy was fifteen. Oh, I'm- but think of like a tender moment when he's like lying in the hospital bed. And this is just taking the the Mulder example, and like. Scully's like, we're just gonna write some like fan fiction right here <laughs> on the spot, exactly. Like fic. sitting next to the bed, maybe like asleep on like the side of it, and she's like got her hand on his hand, and he wakes up to see that, and like 
It's a moment of vulnerability from her. Yes. Like, all about that shit. I'm here for here that. Here for it. All. I am here with bells on and outrageous outfit. Yeah. We can, I don't, we can't <laughs> talk too much about David Duchovny because, like, I love me. David Duchovny is the person who I would be attracted to his door. I'd be like, that is a charismatic door. Hi, David's door. Damn. <laughs> Your knob is so, so polished. <laughs> Let me turn that knob. Let me just slide that lock into the what do you call the thing the lock goes into? I got I got to workshop this a little bit. The lock inserting thing, <laughs> you know, the thing, the, thing. <laughs> the recess, <laughs> the lock goes into. I David Duchovny erotic fan fiction is my other podcast. So catch me at um DDEF. <laughs> Obviously, okay. Jeremy. Not as sexy as Duchovny. Uh, although his razor attraction was blunted for the moment, Jeremy still possessed the general ambiance of a caged werewolf. No! That's Wolf Halleck! <laughs> this, is, this is like Twilight before Twilight was even a gleam in Stephanie Meyer's eye. We, we definitely, there is definitely like shades of that in both of these stories. How many shades? Uh, 50. <laughs> 50 shades of Darcy. <laughs> Did you read Not those books? Seller. No. Yeah, me neither. No. I already know about BDSM. I don't need a fucking Twilight fanfic plagiarism. Well, now you're definitely not going to post the podcast on uh, Facebook. But <laughs> I make an academic study of all the things, which is why I'm so good at You Don't Know Jack. Uh, moving well, on. I know they had a bunch of BDSM questions. <laughs> Sometimes it gets a little risque. We were playing this weekend. That's why this ah, is on my mind. That's why it's top of mind. Mm-hmm. Darcy, he mumbled. Darcy. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, I'm glad you're okay. Everyone else okay? He inquired with the air of insipid chatter. No. Taylor and Dakota are okay, or so I've heard. Saturn and William aren't doing so good, or so, so Saturn's I gather. undergoing a procedure uh, to turn him into the Joker. <laughs> yeah, apparently. What the... Jeremy, come on. Mm. What the jolly I hate nurses, he grumbled dismissively. Okay. Poor characterization. You are shaking your head and I am shaking my head too because Jeremy would never say that. No, he would not say jolly. Where's Mixie? Oh, Jeremy cares about the dog. <coughs> In the chaos following the skirmish, I had neglected the poor pup, who by now was probably snacking on Taylor's couch in a delirious rage. She's at Taylor's. Nobody's home, though. He tried to, <laughs> he tried to strangle me, Jeremy proclaimed imperially, as if his little news bulletin was apropos of something in our conversation. Uh, what a bitch. <laughs> like, it's okay to ask about the dog, right. but to talk about your injuries that you just sustained, not okay. Girl, come on. Jeremy. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Wolf. He tried to strangle me, he repeated in a very deliberate voice. Jeremy. Okay, I understand. Yeah, I know. I saw the marks on your throat. I'm going to kill him. He said. Dismissive much? Jesus. (laughs) Seriously. Damn. Ice cold. He said with a listless conviction, he's going to have to die. My mind transposed Jeremy's blazing ember eyes onto the diabolical hooded visage of death. Devil. 
<laughs> it was not an incongruous picture. Oy. How come he stopped by this afternoon anyway? During the fracas and afterwards, this question had addled me constantly. What provoked him? Did we run out of box wine? <laughs> Jeremy blistered my exposed skin with his parching gaze. I cringed and found solace in the panorama out the window. Don't worry, I'm almost at the end. Vey. I know. I became so absorbed in my meditation of a little toddler topped off with a chic berry-stained beret like a cherry at the zenith of an ice cream mountain that I twitched startled when Jeremy spoke. Now you're going to find out. Yesterday I was out drinking. I met Wolf in a bar and he said some stuff about you. He was drunk. I wasn't. I hit him real hard and he went down in front of everyone. How does Wolf know even who Darcy is? I feel like we missed a scene somewhere here. No, he's very <clears throat> tapped into. He. This is before the internet, so. Tapped into something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's a telepathic werewolf. Oh, okay. He's or like a he, precog. He, yeah, I like it. He swore that when he was sober, he was coming over to see all of us. I didn't tell nobody till yesterday because I knew they'd chicken out and run. That's why. Should I end it there now that we've solved the mystery? <laughs> Is she in his room for a little while longer? I'd yeah. say go until she leaves Jeremy's room. Okay. I mean, unless that's like five pages from now. It might be. We'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> then you were fighting the poisonous words prompted canker sores in my throat. Over me? Every girl's dream? Yep, Jeremy affirmed. I'm sorry, I said feebly. Oh my gosh, maybe I should leave. I got all you guys in the hospital because of me. Why are you sorry? Remorse was a toxin foreign to his system. Also, it's not her fault you guys decided to act like assholes. Well, they had to protect her. Wolf was like, I'm coming to take this minor and kidnap her and do whatever. But that's what they've done. (laughs) (laughs) I think they know, though, that Wolf... Is up to no good. <laughs> He's going to take her to the museum and shit, and they can't have that. Oh, okay. They don't even want her to go to school. So, you know, anti-intellectualism <laughs> in this country is out of control. Jesus. <laughs> Holly jolly. Holly jolly. <sighs> because it's my fault that you guys are lying here all cut up or almost dead, and Saturn and William might die. The implications of their extensive ravages abruptly crashed and the waterworks squeaked on. I squalled and blubbered, drenching Jeremy's cheesy pink bedspread. <laughs> I still have time to be judgmental. Right, what the fuck? <laughs> nice bedspread. Nice bedspread, Loser. <laughs> At this moment, Ivan sauntered in, dragging Ursula with him. <laughs> Seeing me, his lips were vacuumed into his mouth. I feel like that's a little overwrought for what I was going for. What we're going for? <laughs> like, they like. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's like that evokes like a really terrifying <laughs> image. Like some actually. like Rick and Morty <laughs> right? shit right there. Jesus. Ursula wrangled me into her own little hug. Oh, Darcy, why are you crying? Because everyone I know is in the hospital, bitch. I gibbered the answer to her shoulder. The boys were fighting over me, and Saturn and William aren't okay. I babbled tearfully. Oh, honey, don't cry. Jeremy's scant attention span had deserted the melodrama in front of him and wandered to the engrossing spectacle of the window. Of course. (laughs) Ursula, I howled. She was a surrogate mother, surrogate sister, surrogate woman. 
The tears surge. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. No, she's this the only female. No, no, I understand that. Anymore. The surrogate mother, surrogate friend. Like I got that. But then surrogate woman <laughs> was like surrogate lover. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he just got sexy. <laughs> sexy with Ursula time. Darcy, she murmured as I detached my clinging self from her like an affronted orangutan. What? <laughs> from from the incarcerating bars of the zoo. Oh my goodness. What do you mean Saturn and William aren't okay? They're in a closed ward, I snuffled. The nurse said they can't have visitors. They're probably unconscious. Don't jump to conclusions, she advised me. I'm sure they'll be okay. Yeah, you know Saturn, Ivan interjected. He's irrepressible. <laughs> oh, Saturn. <laughs> You're incorrigible. <laughs> Should I? I feel like this goes on for a, a time. Okay. Do you want to? Yeah. We, we're. I feel like it's time minutes. for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. All righty. So when last we left, uh, Beth and Ethan had just jumped out a window. <laughs> Don't jump. <laughs> Don't jump. <laughs> I thought that was clever. I loved it. Okay. <clears throat> so we are picking up with Lisa. So if you remember, uh, she had gotten, like, the worlds have merged. Yes. Because dragons or dragon-like creatures dragon-like are out. Dragon-like creatures. And last we saw her, she was standing in a uh, house that had the wall blown out. And there was just, like, a ocean. She, yeah, she's losing her shit because yeah. things yeah. are getting very real. She is tripping balls. Okay. <laughs> she's been hanging out with Ada. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Let's try to stay positive about this. Elisa had thoroughly examined the house she landed in and concluded it definitely was not Ethan's. Because uh, remember, she had stayed the night there trying to like... Keep his shit together. Make sure he didn't drown in his own vomit. <laughs> uh, it looked more like a shabby studio. Hundreds of papers littered the beige carpet and pictures of a little girl with soul-enhancing... Erica. <laughs> <laughs> Soul-enhancing eyes were taped to the walls. Oh, creeperito. A little bit. <laughs> creeperito? <laughs> uh, the light breeze from the ocean had rustled most of the pages to the opposite wall. With nothing to do and no clue where she was, Elisa began searching through the pages. Each was numbered, so she began the task of arranging them in proper order. Most of the pages were extensively written notes on what appeared to be a novel. She's me. Oh, meta. Uh, Elisa read about a timid older hero who fought for the woman he loved. Wasn't exactly. Wasn't exactly her cup of tea. Fantasy never really was. Fuck you, Elisa. The doodles of the characters. She is. Uh, The doodles of the characters intrigued her. The child with the wide eyes seemed disturbingly familiar. Oh, Elisa! No, you gotta read the subtext, girl. This is Shannon's fucking magnum opus, I presume. But then why would he be saying fought for the woman he loved? Because, like, the kid is not a woman. Well, how long has he been working on this? I don't know. This is yeah. Maybe when he was bullied by the kindergartners, it really broke his psyche. And the one little girl who Maybe that's what it him. is. Exactly. He's just a, a decimated man. Oh, man. Decimated. I... So... <laughs> and decimated. <laughs> so in, in much the same way that Devil Man is an emotional roller coaster... 
I'm my feelings about Shannon. I feel like you are pulling me in all directions. Like every time that I start to think like, oh, he's so pathetic. I should feel sorry for him. Either he. <laughs> we come flying back with like, <laughs> oh, no, wait. <laughs> Kid, touch your five. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's like, I don't take the bus. <laughs> I had to take the bus. I feel like in in that way, like him and Beth are great partners. She's like, "Why well, don't walk?" And he's like, "Why well, don't take the bus?" And they're like, "So the CTA it is then, <laughs> or we'll just get a Thunderwing? No, Hailwing. I'm just taking Uber. We'll call the Uber Hailwing. <laughs> no, the Beth not walking. That's just me. Like that's just totally me. Living in the city. Oh well, you know we only need to go like it's like a mile away. Let's just walk. Yeah, I'm not walking. Okay, you and I have walked some distance. We have in the very cold. We have. That's true. But we were stopping at places. I can think of two offhand and getting warm. Mm-hmm. Cortinos. One that was a lot longer than I thought it was. <laughs> it was going like to be. we walked like two miles. And it was like minus thirty. Yes, it was right after that big snowstorm too. Yeah, remember? It's cold as shit. And then the other time, I also thought that was like. I kept thinking it was on the next block. <laughs> yeah, you kept telling me it was yeah. on the next block. Yeah. <laughs> the Red Rooster? Red Lion? Red Lion. That was the night we ended up at uh, Proust. So a good night. Good night. by all. Solid night. Mm. Okay. Uh, the girl from the photos. Something seemed off about all this. The coloring of the girl's eyes, her oh. facial expressions, her quirky smile made this even creepier. Elisa knows what's up. Not her age, though. Just her features. Uh, She arranged these papers and set them down to the side. Among the mess upon the floor, Elisa unearthed an intricate drawing of a boy with silver and brown wings. In scrawling cursive, the boy was named Ethan. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Whoa. Okay, pause. Pause. Did... Shannon, I'm I'm gathering my thoughts here. Did he love, did he name his falcon Ethan because it reminded him of Ethan? I don't think so. I mean, I was laughing pretty hysterically, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was just kind of a coincidence. In my face. Okay. It, it, skeptical. Skeptical the podcast. It's more than skeptical, but yes. I mean, who knows? Uh, I should, because I wrote this, but I don't. Um, (laughs) Yeah, right over there. I'm sorry, laughing about a falcon. Like, naming you, like, all of all of the things that you could choose to name a bird. Like, all the rad things you could name a falcon. A majestic bird. Right? Like, Falcor or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like calling him, like, Mark. Mark would be a great name for a falcon. Why is it that every time I try to make fun of a falcon name, I come up with a really good one? Maybe I'm gifted. <laughs> Naming falcons. <laughs> it's a sub-talent. It's a living. Um, In scrolling cursive, the boy was named Ethan, and uh, it was dated December of 1998. Really, like, specific with the dates here. Uh, smiling, she carefully folded the picture and set it in her pocket. Why is she smiling? I don't know. She's going crazy. Oh. She's not. She liked the picture or something, so she's stealing it. Um, A sheet of paper on the bare desk struggled against the pencil box, which kept it pinned to the desk. Say desk a few more times, Erica. This bore the number one and began, it was a day like any other at the Happy Bakery Corporation. (gasps) This is so Stephen King. I know, right? 
I don't think I had read any Stephen King at this point. So this is Shannon's novel? But he's never even... I think okay. we'll, we'll, we'll find that out. Oh, that's upsetting. <laughs> did you not preview these pages? No, I did. This is all stuff I remember, but... You're going to be skeeved. Ooh. Uh, what the hell is this? On the top of page one, a dedication was scrawled. Oh, no. Are you ready? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. Are you ready? I don't think so, but do it anyway. Are you ready? It simply stated to Bethany McKenzie, my chosen one. <laughs> Tasty. Oh, oh. Son of a, Elisa heaved. Her heart threatened, <laughs> I'm just going to power forward, it threatened to explode from her chest. She dropped the sheets and hurried outside. Uh, stop looking at me like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> outside to where? Outside of the house. To the infinite ocean. Well, there's like a little bit of a, at a beach, but like, yeah. There's a little okay. like landing, we'll call it. Okay. Uh, the cool breeze of off the water shocked her back into coherence but that was not enough for her to stop questioning her sanity rightfully Fair. so randomly waking up in half an apartment with a story dedicated to a co-worker had to be a hallucination <laughs> I'd be so disappointed if it was like all about some co-worker and not me like I'm in someone's sick fucking like why did I get pulled into this what the fuck <laughs> exactly and I gotta sit here by myself IT guy? Like... and like read this garbage oh <sighs> uh. Read the story, huh? Uh, calmly facing the new voice, Elisa prayed for her sanity. Before she, before her stood a bluish specter with a heavy hood over its eyes. <gasps> before you comment on my appearance as a copyright infringement, let me assure you, that is not the case. What? It's a Star Wars reference. Okay. It's not Devil Man. <laughs> it's not <laughs> Devil Man. Because I thought it was no, Devil Man. Okay. Uh, what exactly are you? The story's narrator. Elisa pointed back to the house. I don't know why I'm pointing. Exactly. That's a, There's a sketch of me somewhere, but that's beside the point. Uh, what is the point? <laughs> See, that's the problem. And this is like Erica right here, like entirely. Our author never finished his story. Oh, this is a super meta commentary on you. Exactly. We still exist in his mind, but he never wrote any of it down. <coughs> is that where we are? Elisa asked. His mind? No clue. Narrator answered. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I just heard someone out here and decided to pop out to say hello. As the narrator, I usually don't get a chance to speak with people. Normally, it's oh. all description, description, description. Oh. I must be going nuts. This makes no sense. Her new companion <laughs> shook his head. To those with no emotion, no imagination. I don't know what word that was. I just said. <laughs> you lack emotion. It cannot make sense. Scratchy scene change. Oh, oh I wanted more of that. That, I think, was my favorite scene so far. Oh. All right. Uh, bu- 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 really? Even with, like, the creepy, like, dedication to poor Beth? Uh, I'm going to put... I like I like the whole imagery of the house on the never-ending sea, first of all. I like the intrusion of the narrator, who's kind of nonchalant, which I like. I always liked... Like, there was a... a back when I was in college, uh, I had a friend who was still, she was a grade younger than us in high school, and what we we were drawing comics for mm-hmm. each other, and we would mail them uh, when I was at school, and she was still... Wait, how did you meet this person? Uh, I remember Julia. Right? From oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we would draw stories for each other, and I definitely had, like, in mine, it, there was a character that was just me, who was, like, author lady, 
Oh. Just like a character in the story. Like, I always like that idea of like the author, like, being in like whatever they created. I think that's kind of interesting. Well, you and Stephen King both. I also don't know how to finish stories. <laughs> it is it's the hardest part. Indeed. Uh, shall I continue? Yeah, yeah. I only read like two pages. Uh, after the merging, Alvant insisted on privacy. She dismissed her... Can Wait, you... who? what's going on now? What do you mean? We have scratchy scene changed. Who's talking to whom about what? No one is talking to anyone. Oh, this is... Okay, I this see. This is the narrator okay. talking. Um, after the merging, Alvant insisted on privacy... She dismissed her confused guests to meditate upon the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the fuck out. I need some. We're jamming. Jamming. <laughs> I think the jamming was a thing of the past. <laughs> For many centuries, her ancestors had been powerful summoners, able to call forth beasts. Beasts? Beasts. And spirits from the earth. They only whispered about the Staff of Summons. <laughs> staff of Summons. Well, everybody's hot for the Staff <laughs> of Summons. Everybody is wet hot for the Staff Let of Summons. Let me get that staff. <laughs> oh my goodness. The weapon's said to be the most powerful. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It's... I'm 12. <laughs> okay. No, it looks like I have staff and in... Like, it's staff in, but it looked like staff in. Because <laughs> the in is so close to staff, and that's making me laugh, because, yeah. <laughs> staff in, that's going to be somebody's name. <laughs> my, my next story. Good old staff in. <clears throat> he tends to the horses. <laughs> the weapon said to be the most powerful staff in existence. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. How many, okay. How many staves are there? Staves are there. I don't know. Uh, not only did it call for unique races of spirits, I, I need to type stuff out. Like my handwriting is atrocious, but it could bridge the space between the world of Earth and other world because we're just calling it other world. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Because of this power, the staff had been destroyed, or so said the journals of her great-grandfather. He a liar. Oh, wow. Mm. It doesn't say that, but... <laughs> staff's pretty there, sure so he's, he's not... Yeah, Staffin. Staffin. <laughs> Hashtag Staffin. Hashtag Staffin. Just Staffin. Staffin the night away. <laughs> <laughs> All night long. All night. All night. Staffin. <laughs> I feel like... We should sing less on our podcast. We've been singing a lot this session. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. We, we apologize. I, I'm not. I, I have I, an okay voice, but... I apologize mm. for nothing. All right. The merging of fantasy and nonfiction was a deadly endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> it's the work of a devil. I don't know why. Like, it's just... It's a deadly endeavor. <laughs> just, like, pronounce shit normally, weirdo. Like, what are you no. doing? No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the potential loss <laughs> we're talking about like and I okay no I actually spelled Wade correctly there the potential loss of life weighed heavily on Alvant a new threat had emerged one with the potential to destroy the kingdom she loved so dearly and there was nothing she could do to stop it except for summon Staffin 
<laughs> Ada had always been better suited for these types of situations. Yeah. Her clear mind and capable reasonings. Where's um, Kale? I miss him. He's coming up. He's okay. coming back. Uh, capable reasoning always provided a wise course of action. Avant wanted to find the bastards responsible and kill them. Not very diplomatic, <laughs> but effective nonetheless. And so violent. Well, they've been wreaking havoc on the two worlds. Indeed. Thoughts of Dipson bowling her threats. That doesn't make sense. Were quickly chased away as her attendant burst into her chambers. Mistress, the gods are descending. The apocalypse has come. Uh, someone has been partying with Ada, I think. <laughs> well, to be fair... I mean, I'd be getting, like, toasty with Ada, too, let's be real. Well, yeah, but it, it does seem like the apocalypse is coming. Right, and I think that's a... But if you're gonna do it, that's the time to, like, let, let's let's do this. Yeah. Let it up. Uh, lethargic but interested. Oh, like, kind of don't give a shit, <laughs> but, you know, like, whatever. academically Fine, speaking. Fine, <laughs> okay, Jesus. I'm bored. I'm tired, but I'm, you know, more bored, so... Avant pushed off her throne and walked out onto the balcony. The sky was not aflame, nor were there volcanoes pushing up from the earth. The only point of interest was a man floating down from on high with a beaten woman in his arms. You right there? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Any comments? I was like, it's Jesus, man. <laughs> it's I was like, Jesus! it's devil man. With a devil man in his arms. <laughs> Um, That's how the Bible should end. Jesus floating down with devil man in his arms. Well, yeah, they're they're life partners. Yes. Didn't oh, you know that? You're onto something. It's beautiful. No, I didn't know that. It's beautiful. I know now. And knowing is half the battle. That's right. Judging from their direction, they had traveled from the floating palace. Now remember, Avant is aware of Mr. Johansson. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why does he even have a last name? Who the fuck knows? Um, Alvant realized what mm, what had made her attendant declare the boy a god, but she was hardly phased. There were many in the far corners of the kingdom that could invoke wings. Most in her country were unaware of this trait, but she knows because she's a super genius. There would be a bit of explaining to do once they landed. Curving gracefully, the boy swooped in for a landing. The This activity slowed them considerably, allowing Alvant to size them up. She recognized the woman immediately and realized the trouble they were in. Uh, hi, the boy smiled, <laughs> awkwardly landing in front of Avant. Sorry to intrude. <clears throat> you do more than intrude, Avant was retorted. Ooh, bitchy. Snippy. A bet. Uh, the woman slowly untangled herself from his arms and fell to her knees. I could strangle you, she hissed. You rather go back? Lady Bethany, I presume, Avant said, extending a hand to Beth. I've heard quite a bit about you. Just call me Beth. And your name, Mr. Wings? Everybody is, like, so fucking, like... Mr. Wings. Like, snippy <laughs> and, like, curt and, yeah. Uh, Ethan Tolbin. My, it's turning into one of those days, Avant ex- exhaled and calmed her nerves. Forgive my rudeness, but circumstances... Uh, I cannot talk. Circumstances can be blamed for my sour mood. Well, I just love how all of the women in the story are, like, internally freaking out, but externally they're like, yeah, whatever. I got dicks. This. I got this. Like, I, I, have, I have thought that to myself in, like, three, like, for three different people. Aww. And I like yeah. it. Strong female characters. Yeah. 
Keep that shit together, ladies. Uh, I love it. I'm sorry, Beth genuinely apologized. We'll be on our way if you can point us to Chonia. This is Chonia. <laughs> it's in my pants. <laughs> it's panties. <laughs> uh, and I am Mistress Alvant. Uh, Ethan, lose the wings already, Beth hissed. Lots of hissing. The rude. God, this is... Uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Perhaps you should just come inside. You can shed some light on the situation. Alvan opened her balcony door for them and followed them in. Uh, kind of scratchy scene change. She's concerned, that's all, Ada sighed. Uh, Shannon apparently poses quite a threat, and she doesn't want him hurting her people. Yeah, here's Kale. Kale shrugged and looked around the room for something to occupy himself with. Where did he come from? He's been at Tronia. They got there, Oh, okay. Um, he settled on the ornate carvings. I don't know why I'm doing that. He settled on the ornate carvings of the armoire's door. Uh, after his first once over, someone knocked on the door. Devil oh, man. Devil man. <laughs> Alvant pushed the door open, uh, leading a man, leading a man he didn't recognize and a woman with a very bruised face. Oh, poor Beth. Oh, oh my, Kale! I don't know why. Oh, my kale. Oh, my kale. Oh, it's so bitter yet delicious in a tangy <laughs> champagne vinaigrette. Oh, I love champagne vinaigrette. Yeah, I do, too. I have some champagne vinegar upstairs, and I, like, don't get to use it nearly as much as I would like to. I love that shit, though. It's so good. It's tasty as hell. And welcome to Food the Podcast. This is, we, we did really well this session on not making this Food the Podcast. We did until right now. We failed. Uh, the wizard without magic widened his eyes and rushed forward. He oh, took the Beth wizard without magic. I thought that sounded kind of nice. It is. It's just sad. He's just very useless. Oh, that's not even a thing. Oh, like... Poor, poor, poor magic kale. Hmm. He took Beth into his arms. Her arms tightened around his neck, cutting off his air, but he let her cling. From the look of things, she'd had a rough go of it uh, since they parted ways. <clears throat> right? It's crazy. Hi, Bob the dog. Oh, Bob the dog. You're cute. What do you think? You got the crazy eyes. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love them. Christ, how did you survive? Ina saved me. <laughs> Ina. Thanks, Ina. <laughs> we were coming uh, to see if you'd gotten here by yourself. What happened? She rolled her eyes and smirked without getting into the creepy details. And oh, <laughs> are they creepy? Don't get me started, uh, Let's just say I know why you hate Shannon so much. Kale pulled away and stared into her eyes. What did he do to you? He demanded. Did he hurt you? His gaze moved to her scarred arm. That bastard. Oh, you don't even know, Shannon. He's been, gr- or Kale, he's been grooming her since age creepy, five. Creepy, creepy, Calm down, Kale, Ada smoothed. She took Beth's hand and rubbed her expert fingers over the charred flesh. An extraction of the worst kind, but I can fix it. Because we're jamming. <laughs> I'll just need some herbs. <laughs> Just, just like I, I need to Ada. like. I love her so Pop much. another buzz, and then I can deal with all this. I get some creams, man. You mm. don't even know. I won't be a minute. She quickly left the room. Uh, Shannon spoke about a girl with eyes bluer than the ocean. Who, who talks like that? Who talks like that? No one talks like that. That's creepy as hell. Uh, I feel like Darcy talks like that from time to time. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Green velvety eyes. Here you go. Shannon and Darcy should get together. Yeah. Because Darcy seems to be into that kind of she, thing. Th- that's a match made in heaven. Uh, I was unaware of the circumstances, Alvant said. I'm still unsure of them, Beth sighed. Ethan, Shannon, and I are all from Earth. Yeah, there you go. Just, like, call things by their name. I don't know how I was pulled. <laughs> that says her, but it should be here. 
Uh, but Shannon it, mentioned... Did Nellie write this chapter? <laughs> What's that? Did Nellie write this chapter? <laughs> it's only her with one R. Oh, oh so, okay. So no. No, he did not. He did not fly in from uh, Atlanta. In <laughs> uh, but Shannon mentioned the Staff of Summons. Everybody's talking about the Staff of Summons. <laughs> Everyone's talking about Wolf Halleck's hot Staff of Summons. <laughs> A wolf. Can you summon me something? With oh. your staff. Can you summon me some of those German sausages? And some Spetzel? Mm, get me some of that Rattler. I really want some Spetzel now, like legitimately. I could go for German food. Like, oh my god. Okay. Um, uh, As Avant... No, wait. Yeah. Wait. 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 Pause. Pause. If the staff has been placed in Shannon's hands... <laughs> Big if. <laughs> like, just say you're masturbating, Shannon. It's okay. I'm playing with the staff of summons. <laughs> Don't interrupt me, guys. Stay out of my room. <laughs> Go away. Uh, we have cause to worry. It was said to have been destroyed. Avant noticed her words were going unnoticed. I must meditate on this. Jamming. So no one's listening to her, so she flounces off to meditate? Well, Beth and Kale are like, I missed you so much. And Ethan's kind of like, standing in the back like... like, Awkwardly having wings and stuff. Like, motherfucker, I just (laughs) saved you, really? Because he's like... Yeah, but he also put her in danger. Oh, here you go. As Avant left, Ethan tried not to glare at Kale. Fucking just imagining him like angrily staring into a salad bowl <laughs> I like I, I hate this diet like I just want to stay it fucking sucks uh, Beth never looked at him the way she was looking at Kale now oh it's because you're the worst Ethan yeah but you're the chosen one so I'm sure you can find a couple no okay uh, he's from your realm Kale asked of Ethan Beth nodded we worked together and apparently Shannon was his teacher as well Senior year, algebra. He took my hatred of math to an all-time high. He... <laughs> what? All he ever talked about was his stupid Falcon! Theory. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought, too, and I was like, steal yourself, Erica, here it comes. We're talking about Ethan the Falcon again. <laughs> so no, if, the, um... if the sign and the cosine are equal, then how high does my falcon fly? <laughs> How beautiful is the span of his wings? Show me your work. (laughs) In song form. Um, uh, All he ever talked about was his stupid theory on dimensional travel. Okay, like, it's algebra. (laughs) Right, it's not like... (laughs) It's not like advanced quantum physics. It's algebra. (laughs) Well, he wanted to get him early. In many ways. Oh, yeah, I feel. Upsetting. I feel, immediately felt bad about that. It's okay. I felt bad about this whole thing. <laughs> uh, right now, I'd rather not talk about all this. Beth sighed. Could you tell Ada to hold off on the herbs? I need to sleep for a year. <laughs> then you need those herbs. You need that good Kush. <laughs> like, girl, come on, girl. E- uh, learn to uh, talk. Talking, talking is a thing. <laughs> Ethan expected Kale to leave, uh, but quickly got the point when Beth shot him a look. He tried to hide his snarl and left. Oh. And I think that's where I'll leave it. Whoa. Ethan snarled? Yes. See, I think Ethan is that nice guy. 
right? Who's like, I'm doing everything right. Why doesn't mm-hmm. she like me? Beth's just not into him. She's digging on Kale. And, but he's like, well, I saved you. I'm the one that saved you. Well, I really like that. I mean, I don't feel like Beth has like really strongly totally thrown in her lot with Kale either. But I like that she's team derpy magician over like the chosen one with the wings. Exactly. Your dog is once again aggressively tongue bathing. Yeah. My it's kind of I don't jam. know what yeah. to do. I don't know. What are you doing? So wet. Hey. Like. Hey. Yeah. Hi. You big goof. Hi, BTD. Oh, I got your webs. Yeah, he's yes. cute. You're cute in the face. Yeah, mister. So, uh, yeah, he's like, that, and that was kind of before, like, nice guys were like, thing that we like talked about but at the same time i mean i'm I'm glad that we're having this societal discourse about it but i even talked about how die was the nice guy like darcy is the nice guy right right we haven't gotten to any of the really ugly shit where she's like other girls are whores and i'm awesome (laughs) but then it's like that's your wish fulfillment fantasy as like a 12 year old right yes but why is there the need to tear other people down because whereas women were taught that from the very beginning that you have, we're all pitted against each yeah, other because true. you need to find a husband. That's that is true. That's what's ingrained in you from the instant you are out of your mother. That is it. It is unfortunately. And very then true. as you you go, you kind of try and fight that off. We're and, all on the same side here. Exactly. Exactly. They're trying to like pit us against each other to keep us fucking down. Yeah. No more. No more. Wonder Woman. The shit. I will fight you for Wolf Halleck, though. Oh, you're gonna have to kill me <laughs> for Wolf Halleck. <laughs> He's taking me to the planetarium. Oh, he's taking oh. me to the MCA. So. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wolf Halleck, I love you. Dream boat. Indeed. <laughs> Germanic dream U boat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, folks, so I think we're going to leave it there for this episode. I think um, we should. I think so, too. Yeah, we, we got into some, some stuff. This some time. soul searching. Indeed, yes. Uh, so as always, you can follow us on Twitter at that. We have a Tumblr, uh, com, I believe it is. And uh, we also have an email address, which I failed to mention last time, oh. that at gmail.com. If you like, drop us a line, uh, you know, let us know uh, how disturbing this all is and horrible and you wish we'd never write again. <laughs> and dear you guys, stop being so offensive. Exactly. Love the listeners. Oh, don't be judgy. What the hell? Hmm. It's Darcy's jam. Exactly. Indeed. Um, write and review if you want. I don't do that on podcasts, so I'm not going to get mad at you if you don't. It's your choice. Do your thing, honey. And yeah, we will uh, talk to you next time. I'm giving you my big wink goodbye. Wink! (laughs) Good night, everybody. This has been a Puma Knife production.